Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Before we dive into this conversation, I'm talking to you. You're becoming your greatest possible self. Keep going, keep growing, keep showing up, keep loving yourself, keep having grace and compassion for yourself, keep letting go that which doesn't serve you as you embody more fully that which you already are, a freaking miracle. Thank you for being here. Also, for the iTunes review of the week, this week it's by Joshua Lysick, who says there's personal development and then there's GPS. Chris, I loved your chat with Martha. Every tip to build rapport with romantic partners works in business. In love, you want yes. So it is in sales. Thank you for bringing on guests whose advice applies to 99.99% of life. P.S. You are so high energy. I feel the room come alive as I listen. 100%. Thank you, Joshua. I appreciate you, man. Sending so much love. And if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream all day long as a honorary review of the week, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple podcast store and give us a review there. Definitely subscribe there and or on your favorite podcasting platform so you can get all the latest episodes and updates and keep getting this goodness because this is just the beginning. We're diving into greatest lessons learned in the Bali float and fire retreat. So we're going to have a lot of fun here. It's going to be flow. It's going to be fire. So I think we were there for 25 days, or at least traveling for 25 days abroad, outside of the United States for 25 days, and it was freaking magical. So um, I'm just so grateful for everything, how it all unfolded. I'm going to share the highlights, some of the things just chronologically. We'll start there and go deeper as as that happens, and as I remember different things as they happen, we'll go there too. Uh, the trip really started off with a not so awesome tone. Um, just so stoked to go to Bali. Just blessed, 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 absolutely best, blessed. And uh, my girlfriend, Petia, misplaces her headphones, her Bose, you know, noise canceling headphones. And she's just like devastated, you know, because these things are her baby that allows her to maintain her peace, to keep her space uh, even, even when there's chaos and things going on around her and she was just so sad. And I think it was just the, the, she felt like irresponsible. I think she felt like just like financially, she has to go buy them again, you know, $300 headphones, like, ugh, you know, it didn't feel good. And I think she just, she wants to be someone who is, who is, um, empowered and responsible and has her life in control, so to speak, and wants wants to live her best life ever. And uh, it was tough. It was tough, tough seeing her and seeing her heartbreak that she had lost her beautiful headphones that she loved so much. And my responsibility in that moment was, hey, am I going to take whatever is going on personally? Am I going to 
take it personally that she's upset, frustrated, and you know not feeling too good right now? Or am I going to hold space for her and remind her how powerful she is and remind her how capable she is and remind her that anything that we have, you know, we can go get more. It's just a, a thing outside of us. Um, and I think it was just a really powerful moment for her to grow in her consciousness, right? To grow in her uh, ability to witness the present moment. And I'm super proud of myself for being able to hold that space for her. And I think she'll tell you as well, like she's so proud of transmuting that frustration or guilt or shame or whatever came up for her with losing those headphones uh, into, hey, it's going to be okay. I'm resourceful. I'm resilient. I can go get another pair. It's all okay. Um, everything's going to be okay. And to evolve to another level of maturity, and I've gone through this too, and I'm sure you have as well, where something happens and the question is not what happened, but it's what we make it mean and how we respond to it. Uh, so I really, I was proud of her for how quickly she bounced back because I think in life, sometimes it can feel like when you do something wrong, when you go off tracks wrong, when you are feeling guilt, shame, et cetera, it can just feel like such a blow to who we know ourselves as, as light workers, as people who are conscious and, you know, doing the work on our damn selves. Like we put a lot of time and energy to do the work on ourselves and to say, man, there's still shit I got to work on. God dang. That can be defeating. That can be overwhelming. It can feel like not enough. It can trigger that not, not enough um, feeling. So that was how we started off, um, but it was it was great that we got an opportunity to just get present. And then um, going to Bali, awesome. We stayed at the Kutaya Hotel close by to the airport, really economic hotel uh, that we were able to stay for just two days to recover from the jet lag. And then after those two days, uh, we were able to travel up to the north uh, in Lavina. So we explored a little bit around the hotel um, and around the airport. It was cool. And just got to relax and recover and just get to see some of Bali without any real tour guides or anything like that influencing us on where to go or people, locals, etc. Kind of just see what happens when we show up. And it was cool. And then we went to Lavina in northern Bali. So if you didn't know, uh, I don't know how to say the airport name, but it's in the south of Bali, uh, Denpasar and and airports in, in the south. and. Uh, Anger, Anger Rye or something like that. I don't, I don't remember how to say the airport. Um, but you go from the airport and then the south is usually really touristy. And all the there's a lot of temples and things and waterfalls as you go north into Bali, into the mountains. And so Lavina is on the north side of Bali, past the mountains, and then going back onto the other side uh, where the beach is. And the water is super, super just pristine, nice, calm peaceful water, whereas the southern side of Bali has way more waves. Uh, it's way more active. So anyways, we go up to northern Lavina, uh, northern Bali, Lavina, and got to meet up with this amazing woman, Angie Wyan. Some people call her Angie. It's the American pronunciation. Uh, Balinese people call her Angie. And uh, got to, over the next couple of days, stay with her. We stayed with her for about two weeks in Lavina. At her place, she was, she was so generous and loving. She just adored Petya, like falling madly in love with with her and her soul. You know, like just so appreciated who Petya is being, and and uh, 
you know, for me, it's like what kept coming up for me is like, man, when, when are people going to like fall in love with Chris Burns? Like, like Angie is falling in love with Petia. I want someone to love and adore me and to cherish me and to just like celebrate me and shout me out so much like as Angie is doing with Petia. And so I think that was a good, good opportunity for me to practice, like bless that, bless that Angie loves Petia so much and adores her and cherishes her and celebrates her. And, you know, they're so close. They're so physically intimate. It's like beautiful, you know, and part of me was like, why can't I have that? You know, and, and, uh, kind of judging myself for feeling a little bit more distant. And I just said, you know, it's, it's okay. It's perfect. Like I'm, I'm being Chris Burns, the force of love that I am, the light, the radiant light, the champion. Just keep being, keep focusing on celebrating what you love and trusting that I have everything that I need within me and excited that if I choose to create something and people in my life who adore and cherish and just like celebrate the heck out of me because they see my awesomeness and my light, um, like a lot of people did on today's marathon, you know, I think I can, can kind of take that for granted sometimes if I don't get a physical hug or I'm not in physical proximity with people, but I do get a lot of, um, accolades and adoration and thank yous. And I'm sure if I was in person, massive freaking hugs with, with the guests who come on the marathon. Uh, but that was something I, I got to pay attention to throughout the stay with Angie. And she's so awesome. This woman is a local. So by the way, if you ever go anywhere new, if you're a travel newbie, like I am, I, I'd never been outside of the in, Outside of North America, I'd been to Mexico, been to the Caribbean, um, Hawaii, but not really anything beyond that. And I uh, went to Bali, which is an international country in Asia, like one of the farthest places that you can travel to around the world uh, from the United States, from Las Vegas especially. And uh, I just got to really surrender to that travel and surrender to the experience and surrender to riding the waves and trusting the flow. And with Angie, who is super awesome, Angie, Angie, I bounce back and forth between how to pronounce it. Uh, with Angie, I like to use the Balinese, the, the cultural aligned, culturally aligned. With Angie, she just is such a boss in Lavina and so many people know her. So many people respect her. So many people love her and cherish her. And she's like an in-demand human being. So I would recommend you, if you're, if you are getting more experience traveling, if you want to have the best experience possible, uh, my recommendation is find and build a relationship with someone who's local, who is an influencer, someone who's well-respected, someone who's, who's a valuable member of the community and shows up and contributes and gives a lot because that is exactly who Angi is. She is a massive contribution, massive force of love. Uh, just, you know, really empowering these kids. She has like seven, she, she's been, um, working at a foundation, helping kids to learn English over the last, I don't know, 10, 15, something like that years, a long time. And I know she's helped thousands of kids to, uh, learn English and get help, get funding for college and university and, and be educated. So they have a better shot at um, living life and getting a professional life. Because I think, I don't remember what, what she said. There was some statistic, uh, don't don't quote me on this, but it was like 80% of women don't make it out of high school to uh, go get a profession. They marry someone because, you know, they're just going to be 
a stay at home like mom. And so they don't get funding. They don't go get education. They are resigned to a stay at home mom or, or a mother. And that's like their full time duty because um, college is, is expensive. I think there's something else about that that um, like the parents don't want to pay or something like that for, for the daughter. Um, I, I don't know if it's because they are worried that the daughters will go away, go abroad or go do something else. And they won't stay at home with the family to take care of the parents as well as like produce children, produce children and grandchildren and stuff. So I know there's some statistic around that. Ask Angie. <laughs> she'll she'll give you the 411 on on what she shared with us that was super super powerful um and uh so she's been fundraising a lot and she started 17 branches 17 locations around Lavina and Sidetapa village which is where they do this this um foundation or organization called English Corner where they teach disadvantaged Balinese kids English and so thankfully Petia and Angi have been connected since April and building relationships and went relationship. And when we said we're coming to Bali, Angi's like, you got to come stay with me. And so we're like, cool, let's do it. You know, our retreat is in, uh, in November and we can stay with you until the retreat starts basically. So we stayed with her and she showed us around these beautiful places, not just like the tourist locations, get, get waterfall, uh, Buddhist temple, um, she took us dolphin swimming, got, you know, local pricing, local connections, just awesome, awesome, everything, you know, took us and got local food and, um, just ha- helped us have such an amazing experience. Cause she was really well connected, you know, and, and, uh, this was a beautiful, beautiful time. And she has, I think 16, 17 of these branches. We got to go speak at five of them, which was amazing. Just getting to see these kids and, seeing that they didn't have anything and still being able to be there with them and uh, how excited and eager they are to learn, how curious they are. For me, it's like I really feel myself step into my inner child and feel myself come alive when I'm teaching kids, especially. I don't know if I could do it 24-7. I think I I really crave a mature, wise conversation as well. Uh, And kids have a ton of wisdom. So that's not to say that only adults have wisdom. I think kids have a lot of wisdom as well. Uh, I think there, there would just need to be a balance for me of how do I, how do I invest my time and energy with kids and really speak to them and teach them and be a role model for them and love on them and give them hugs and all these kinds of things and keep my uh, adult component of my business. So I'm sure as time goes on, I will evolve branches of my company and, and who I am and the works that I do and projects I take on to facilitate both, you know, facilitate entrepreneurs who are like crushing it, helping them to get to the next level, facilitate young entrepreneurs who are um, wanting support and help in growing into their greatest possible selves and just empowering them and giving them my time and my energy and my infrastructure and resources to help them be successful. And then also the disadvantaged kids of Bali and just all over the world. But, you know, right now my heart's really going toward these Balinese kids um, because, you know, I, I got to experience them firsthand. One of my first really that I got to connect with, um, projects that, that I got to really give back. Like I've gone to Mexico, built homes, but I think it's something different for me when I go teach, when I go, uh, you know, visit so many different locations and groups and also give my greatest gifts. It's one thing to build a home and to band together and to go on a mission trip. That's, that's awesome. Um, for me, it's like, 
I love I love my parents. I love that they, you know, are are Christian and religious in the sense that they, they follow the Bible really well, and I think that's awesome. I'm more open to interpret interpretation and kind of um, the different spiritual philosophies, and I think that there's some truths in all religions, and there's also some things that might be exaggerations or misconceptions of what is the truth. And so I. Uh, I never felt like truly aligned with mission trips because I felt like I'm I'm not 100% invested in the culture that this group is wanting to spread. I am invested in greatest possible self. And so I felt really aligned with going and teaching English as representing the brand Burned Up Coaching Inc and becoming your greatest possible self and and embodying that. And that's that's who I'm inspiring these kids to be. Not teaching them to be Christian and follow the Bible. That's great. That's great. If you want to do that, hey, do it up. And I think that there's a higher purpose for me that I align with. Christianity is great. And for me, it's like greatest possible self is a higher step on that, on how to articulate, how to step into that um, beingness. And even, you know, God, source, creator, being in alignment with that, living as the channel of that, that is greatest possible self. I think Christianity is, is a step down, quote unquote, of alignment and identity and label for me personally uh, of how to live that, how to live in alignment with my source and and ultimately the love infinite love, infinite possibilities, infinite intelligence, God, source, creator, etc. So for me, that was really powerful to be so just aligned and congruent with what I was doing there and how I was teaching, how I was showing up and to be there with the love of my life. Oh my freaking gosh. Like I mentioned about Petia, but you know, a little of a upset before, but she is one of the most patient people I know. She's one of the most empowering, loving, constantly seeing the greatness in me, constantly calling me forth into my highest being, constantly putting up with the stuff that I start. And then she's like, hey, where's the energy? Like we started, I'm I'm really expecting you to partner with me on bringing this into existence. And sometimes I would like pull back my energy for whatever reason, isolate um, doubts, fears, et cetera, would creep in. And she's the person who's like, I'm going to fucking finish this thing because we said we would. And so for me, that's such a valuable component of my being and my life and my growth at this phase for me. So I'm just, I'm so grateful for her. So I just really want to give a massive shout out to how much I love the woman of my dreams, Petia Koliwoba. She is just, she is within me, within my being, with her energy, her presence is within my being, within my soul, um, so connected, so divinely intertwined. Um, so again, you know, I think I, I get to remind myself of this more often. I did it in the beginning that we are both epic and awesome human beings on our own, right? Like I am totally awesome, epic, loving myself, proud of myself, growing into my greatest possible self. And I'm going to freaking change so many people's lives and serve so many people with my greatest gifts, whether I'm alone, whether I'm with my current business partner, whether I'm with Petia, whether I'm with my parents, whoever. Whether I'm doing the 12-hour marathon, where I'm, whether I'm coaching, whether I'm, uh, you know, creating games that help people gamify life and like live personal development even more, I'm gonna kick butt. That's who I am, and it's so much better. It's so much more juicy, rich, um, conscious, fun. There's so much more laughter when I have the woman in my dreams by my side. So I just want to reiterate that and how 
just throughout the retreat, especially I'll get to that. Just really being able to be in the flow with her of her greatest gifts and allowing her to shine and being so proud of her. And when I had something to share, she gave me space and just loved on me and uh, just really let me like unleash my gifts and my genius on uh, the participants, which was freaking awesome. So, so, so grateful. So um, the time in Lavina was amazing. We were really sad to go. We wish we could have stayed longer. Um, but, you know, there was a couple of things that like really were, were we were juggling right before the retreat, which was a lot of a lot of fun. And uh, one of them was a chef. Right. So this is our first international retreat. This is our first one. And we absolutely um, are so proud of the results. So stoked, so excited about how it turned out that the transformations in our participants lives were freaking massive. Owning their purpose, owning their gifts, like owning that they have the most clarity on who they are and what they're here to do that they've had probably in their entire freaking life. And these women were in their 30s and 40s. And like to give that gift to someone who's at this season in life, you know, is just for me, like there is no too late. It's never too late to start. If you're hungry, if you want information, if you want transformation, you want to share your greatest gifts, it doesn't matter if you're 15, 25, 35, 45, 55, 65, 75, I don't care if you are hungry. If you come to me asking for help, for guidance, I'm going to say, yes, I will help you. Like if you're sincere, if you're willing to show up and do the work, age is a number. It is not a definition. It's not a label. Uh, I mean, it it is a label, so to speak, but it doesn't, doesn't define you, doesn't determine who you are, your capacity, your potential. So I just really want to reinforce that for me and remind myself that as I age, as I grow in years, as I am have gone around the earth, uh, gone around the sun, you know, more times, that doesn't define me. It's just a representation of how many times I've gone around the sun, which helps me to keep in chronological order the events of my life so I can more effectively and articulately share the story and the journey so that people can understand, so that people can extrapolate the wisdom and the gold and the experience so that they can apply it to their own lives. And I really want to invite you to take on that perspective. That's just number of times around the sun and it has nothing to do with the amount of memory that you have. It has nothing to do with the amount of health that you have. It has nothing to do with the amount of vitality, youthfulness, um, curiosity, wonder, nothing. Age has nothing to do with that. It is simply a moment-by-moment choice of how do you choose to show up, who do you choose to be, and the willingness to do the work and clear out whatever stuff might be getting in the way. So I just felt like massively reinforcing that because that's that's something I really stand for and I'm going to continue to stand for is this youthfulness, is this aliveness, and this living beyond whatever society has programmed us and told us to believe about how long we're supposed to live because that is total bullshit. I want to live as long as I freaking want, as long as I choose, and I'm going going to create the reality, the energy, the inventions, the alignment, the habits, et cetera, the thought patterns, the, the beliefs, the reversal of genes in my DNA and gene expression that causes aging, like whatever the fuck it takes to live my longest, best, most fulfilling, happiest, joyous, fulfilling, epic, fulfilling, fulfilling, fulfilling life ever. That's what I'm committed to. And I invite you to wonder what it would be like to do the same. That being said, chefs, chefs was a challenge. I mentioned this is our first retreat. We rocked it. We knocked it out of the park. 
massive transformations, and we had a completely different idea of how it would be the very first one. Okay, we had an idea of eight participants. Um, that was our our number. That's like we said. That's the sweet spot. Let's go for it. And we had two exquisite, beautiful, epic human beings. And I'm so so grateful that we did. I'm so grateful that we got to really refine our processes, our systems, what we taught, our curriculum, um, do debriefings every night on what worked and what could be improved. Like it was the perfect sandbox with the perfect level of, of freaking transformation, massive transformation with the perfect amount of participants and juggling and everything worked out perfectly. So I just want to remind you when you set out on something and you expect it to be one way and it goes a different way, just trust that it might actually be in your highest and best good. Because if we would have had eight participants, it would have been a completely different retreat. And who knows how it would have turned out. I'm sure it would have all worked out and flowed perfectly. And uh, you know who we we're able to serve in these lives that we changed, epic, epic. And now we're really excited to be uh, promoting and sharing about next year's Bali Flow and Fire Retreat, which is, I believe, October 10th, 10-10. 2020. So if that is uh, if that numerology is exciting for you and you are excited to get on the waiting list, just put your comment below. Um, type in I'm in, type in Bali 2020, whichever you prefer. Uh, or if you want more information, just shoot me a message. Okay. Um, so that is something we're super excited about. And just how it all unfolded was, was really powerful, just amazing. And right before the retreat, we had coordinated with a chef who said they could do it. And then last minute, he gets called to be on a cruise, right? I think it was a day before, two days before the retreat. He says, sends a message saying, hey, I'm sorry, I can't make it. I'm, I'm, I've just been commissioned to be a, a cook on a yacht or a boat or a cruise or something. And uh, I'm not going to be able to make it. And so Petty and I were like, shit, <laughs> that's, uh, that's interesting. Okay, let's, let's figure this out. So we're, you know, working our network or contacts and thankfully, you know, Petya is also super, super amazing at relationships. She's amazing at um, building relationships before you need them, <laughs> right? Like loving on people, connecting with people, asking for information beforehand. And uh, one of the women who lives in uh, Bali, shout out to Vanessa Bachman, who's awesome and uh, was a huge help in making this retreat a massive success, connected Petya with a massage uh, masseuse, massage therapist, and that massage therapist who we met up with the night before the retreat happened to have a husband who is a chef, and her brother is also a cook as well. So guess what happens? We're able to get these two epic Balinese human beings at an amazing rate, super, super affordable, um, two people, lower than the price that we thought we would have paid for one, uh, and they cook delicious exquisite food and just like absolutely made the retreat so joyous so amazing when they were there like when they were cooking the meals it was just a blast they cleaned up they made delicious food high five it was awesome awesome stuff and uh i'm just super grateful that we manifested that and when we trusted that everything is going to work out and not having a chef the day before the retreat starts like cutting it close peeps <laughs> so we recognize hey you know Thank you for the lesson. Thank you for you know the divine alignment. Let's let's make sure we get something in writing a little bit a little bit more in advance. Get something on in an agreement, a contract, so that we know who's who's going to be there. We have some more um, padding, more just knowingness 
that everything is going to work out. So I, I uh, you know, that was a big lesson and super, super valuable. And then, um, let me share a little bit more about the retreat so you can know a little bit overview of what we did. So we, Petia ended up getting the intuitional hit. We had the structure of the exercises, what we wanted to accomplish in the exercises. We didn't have the structure in terms of, um, you know, just kind of like a, a mental flow of the, of the retreat, right? And so I think a couple of days before, Petia's like, oh my gosh, let's do past present and future, like the flow and fire. Let's clear out the past. Let's get people uh, present and embodied in the present moment and then help them create the future. Uh, so that's what we did. And it was just rad. It was so rad to be able to um, take people through that chronological thing um, and, and framework. Did a cacao ceremony on Sunday, the opening night. And then uh, Monday was like releasing limiting beliefs, rewriting the story. Tuesday, we went out on excursions and uh, took our participants to a, um, we did a, uh, a hot springs. And then that night, it was a full moon. The 12th was a full moon. So we did a full moon um, ritual, burning limiting beliefs. Uh, one of our participants has a, had a forgiveness letter to themselves, to their um, you know relatives and significant others and stuff. And uh, so she burnt those. We all, we all burnt and, and put the ashes in the sand. We were on the sand. And ladies and gentlemen, like <laughs> this was an intense beach. Okay, we were in Tana Lot. Um, it's a temple, and down below the temple is a beach. Okay, and so there's a bunch of people there, and we want to go to where there's no people, so we can have a beautiful, quiet, peaceful ceremony and uh, release. And so we go onto the beach, and we're sitting there. We've set up all our towels, and Petty is like. Chris, these waves are coming really close to us. <laughs> and we're like already pretty high up on the beach. There's not that much more room to go. And so I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. You know? And so we keep doing the release, keep doing journaling. Um, and then the waves get super close. We have to move back to the towels. So like basically as close as we can against the wall of the, the beach. Cause it's like wall cliff, there's sand and there's wall cliff. And then everyone's up above, you know, walking around, there's like tourists and stuff. And then, you know, we had to walk down and around to get to the, to the beach. And so um, we move back and the waves are coming and the participants are doing the releasing. And uh, so we finish that and we get this beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous sunset in Bali. Um, and the pictures are phenomenal. I can't wait to share all of them. I don't know how I'm going to share it all because there's so many. There's got to be like freaking 2,000 pictures that we took. It's nuts. So many pictures. Um, but we got this beautiful sunset and then the sun is going down and uh, the water is coming up like crazy. And so we're like, dude, we got to get back to the land, like participant safety. It's like super, super important for us. And so Petia's motherly instinct kicked in. She's like, let's go. And so we uh, are walking back and the waves are coming up and we're like walking through the ocean. This ocean's not like this wimpy ocean, like in Lavina, like st super still and peaceful. No, this is like some hardcore freaking waves. Like these waves will eat you up. <laughs> like they're, they are intense. And uh, so thankfully, you know, we get out and uh, we all make it safe and everything's all good and um, get up on the land. So that was, that was a, a fun full moon ceremony that was just like completely, you know, evolved spontaneous and spontaneously it was freaking magic and then um yeah and then the next two days were being present i think the next day was inside of the retreat villa 
and doing some exercises there. Thursday was like the go explore and adventure day. We went and uh, did some shopping and different things like that and just went to a, a restaurant and just enjoyed ourselves. And the, our participants took Petty and I out to eat, which was super awesome. Got some ice cream. Um, so there's a lot of places that we went, different restaurants and things like that. But most of the meals were cooked by the chefs. And then uh, Saturday, Friday was the future. So we did some work there. And then Saturday, we also um, did some more work that day. And so I'm not going to get too bogged down in the details, but uh, like a lot of the processes that we went through were just like so profound, especially at the end, helping participants get clarity. That's what they were asking for from, from the very beginning is like, hey, I just want clarity on my purpose. I want clarity on my gifts. Um, so it's amazing who we attracted because, you know, for me, it's like doing the, the first hour of today, the goal setting hour, meditation, visualization, journaling, and then breaking it down bite-sized steps. That's like, that was my dojo at the retreat. I was like just smashing it out of the park. I was like, this is me. I got it. Boom. You know, and helping them really get connected with who they are, their actions that they can be taking. And one of the participants said, like, I'm so grateful for this, this clarity. I used to have like these ambitions and dreams to, to be better, to heal, to, to show up and serve and live my purpose, but I had no idea how to get there. And so uh, we were able to, with these processes, get them clarity on their vision, their mission, their strategies, their, their objectives, like what they are here to do. Statement of purpose, super, super powerful exercise. Um, and then to be able to break it down into bite-sized steps. And it's like, you know, for me, sometimes I can kind of take it for granted on the Wednesdays and the marathon. I was like, okay, you know, I'm doing another hour facilitation for people to set their goals, break it down into bite-sized steps and do this, this you know, routine. I think it's just like for me, it's the, the 10,000 hours thing, right? Just like mastering the freaking basics. This is the basics. Chris, keep teaching it. Keep talking about it. Keep, keep it in the routine. Keep it in the cycle. You can always evolve and change it. Bring new fresh stuff and like stick with the basics. Stick to teaching the basics. Master the basics. And so I really saw that the basics, which I had been consciously, attentively teaching, um, naturally, automatically, unconsciously came out in the website copy that we were doing automatically came out in the participants uh, experience at the retreat. So it was super cool kind of just to see how when you keep investing your energy into productive habits and skills, you'll find ways for them to come out in different um, venues. You know, So for me, I'm still on the journey of discovering what is my message, what am I here to do, um, and how do I communicate that effectively? I have a lot more clarity around it than I used to, and you know, still still grappling with it, still evolving and trusting the journey and not, not making it mean anything that I don't have it all perfect exactly the way I want it. And I think I heard it multiple times today. It's not so much about having the right words, although the words are important, communication of words, and the right language is important. It's more about who you're being. It's more about the energy behind it. It's more about the confidence. It's more about, hey, before you jump on that call, who are you being? And whether they say yes or no, it doesn't matter. It's about who you're being in the process. Like yes or no, obviously we want the yes. Yes is the destination. Uh, what is it? Is it yes is the destination? No is the goal? Something like that? Is that get go for no? Yes is the destination. No is the, I don't know. Does anybody know what go for no um, sub, subtitle is? Go for no. I don't remember who wrote it either. That would help me. Anyways, go for no. Yes is the destination. No is the answer, objective, goal, something like that. So um, for me, 
I have put a lot of my self-worth and value in sales calls, in, um, in a result. And I'm grateful for that. It's taught me a lot. And also my work at this point, so I was talking to Gia, uh, is to really get into alignment with who I'm being. I have all the tools. I have all the information I need. I just get to make it a priority, the top priority to set the massive energetic intention that I'm able to produce every single day uh, to a clear, specific uh, direction. And I think I've been taking that for granted. I have been doing hypnosis, which is super awesome. Uh, Shout out to Amy Turner, who I saw earlier today who took me through a powerful, powerful hypnosis session and uh, just really gave me some uh, uh, recording that I could keep listening to over and over again. been listening to it for two and a half months every day, sometimes multiple times a day to really just like if I'm not tired, if I'm not sleeping, I'll listen to it because I'm just like, hey, if I'm just going to be sitting here waiting to sleep, I'm going to keep reprogramming my mind, keep reminding myself of who I am. Um, so that's been just massively impactful, I, I feel, in stepping into who, who I truly am, attracting more abundance, making a bigger impact in people's lives, and trusting more. So that's been beautiful. Um, what else? What else? What are the questions do you have? I would love to hear your questions. <laughs> I see Melinda. I see JV. I see Sarah. I see Pierre. I see Tara. What's up, peeps? <laughs> I'm just like unleashing. Um, so other lessons that I learned from Flow and Fire until y'all fire some questions at me. You know, for me, it was such a big milestone to host a international ch- retreat. And I think Petty and I both had this massive like imposter syndrome doubt sneaking in that prevented us from taking the level of action that we would if we were fully aligned, fully congruent, fully believing and trusting and having faith. And so that doubt got in the way. That's okay. Again, you know, if, if the belief was there, then we would have attracted, you know, eight or more participants and their energy would have been great. We also didn't force it, right? If we would have forced more participants to be there, if we would have um, fought the way, if we would have operated from scarcity, to fill the retreat, I think that would also um, that would also been a big lesson because I'm pretty sure we would have attracted participants who were not in alignment with the other participants. We would have forced it to happen, and uh, if if we go against what we believe and we're operating out of fear, I think there's a, a dance of like when you take action, you create belief, you create faith. Uh, massive action creates faith, and I think that there's also a level of, is this in alignment? Do I feel in alignment with doing this? How do I how do I grow my alignment? How do I step more into my belief fully? Um, I think that's a question that we could ask as well. But the two participants that we had, just massive transformations and walking away with tangible strategies, how their 2020 is looking, a game plan, steps, all of it. You know, We're going to do a debriefing call in about two weeks, which we're super stoked about. Um, just go over, you know, how's, how's life been since after the retreat? I'm really excited for that, you know, just to like continue what they have learned, what they have experienced from doing the flow and fire retreat. Um, so it's awesome. Awesome. And, um, I know we're doing a, um, black Friday special as well for the 2020 retreat. So again, if you are interested, if you want to find out more, happy to give you more info and just like, I may not be able to communicate it right now because I'm freaking 
exhausted. <laughs> My energy. Oh, thank you, energy. Thank you, body, for all that I put you through. You are a champion. Um, so I got home from, we drove home from Los Angeles. We landed in Los Angeles airport from Bali on Monday night at 6 p.m. Took us two hours to, to get in our ride. Um, then Petia drove and had an appointment with someone on uh, Monday night. And we were going to stay with my grandma's in Southern California, Hacienda Heights. And I was just like, you know what? Let's just drive home. <laughs> why are we going to spend an extra day? And then, you know, the next day, wake up at whatever time, 10, 11, 12, and then five hours of driving, four hours of driving to, to Las Vegas. No, let's just get it over with. So we ended up getting home at like 2.30 on 2.15 on Tuesday, 2.15 a.m. on Tuesday. Is that what it is? Yes, 2.15 on Tuesday, yesterday. <laughs> and uh, slept for 11 hours. That was fun. And then um, I went to bed. So I woke up at 2.30. I went to bed at like 8.30. And today's Wednesday. I woke up at 2, not even 2.30, 1.30, today. Uh, I took a nap today, this morning before the marathon. Uh, but I had a client call, coaching call. Um, at like 6 p.m. So 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Pacific. So my body's like, bro, <laughs> you're going going ham. And I'm proud of myself. I'm I'm really, really grateful for my stick to I'm grateful for all the interviews, how they turned out today. Just absolutely magical, epic. And I just remember what I love so freaking much about events, about uh, doing the 12-hour marathon. This is a mini workshop, mini retreat mini seminar that I get to do every week. I'm living my fucking dream. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Chris Burns, for sticking it through, for working on yourself, for developing yourself, for being consistent, for challenging yourself, and um, riding the wave of life. You are, you're just keep showing up, and thank you for tuning in and listening to this and just being on the journey with me and allowing me to share, allowing me to be my authentic self, my... Uh, the share that I had with Gia in the last interview is just super, super powerful. If you didn't catch that episode, go listen to it. Massive, massive just awareness. And then um, after I shared kind of this awareness of how I diminished my ability to let things land when I have breakthroughs, when I have aha moments, when I have huge shifts, like it's so easy for me in the past to have just let it slide by. It's so easy to just say the words, to intellectually get it. And what does it feel like to let it land? What does it feel like to celebrate myself as I discover it? What does it feel like to say, aha, I found you. I found you, you mofo. I got you. You were, you were trying to steal this magnificent victory from me. Good job, Chris. Ah, own it. Own the, f the people. Own the work that I have done on myself. Chris Burns has done a redonkulous amount of work on myself, as I'm sure we all have. And I'm not comparing, but in terms of my best, I've given everything and all I've got. And at times, taking myself out of the game because I felt like it was hopeless and like, given everything I got and all I've got, I, I still haven't broken through to where I want to get to, to who I want to be. It's so frustrating, so crippling, it's so demoralizing. It's like, come on, Chris, aren't you enough? 
you keep saying that you have all these gifts, you're being your greatest possible self, and yet there's still certain challenges and obstacles in your life that you are just continuously helpless with. And so it's in those moments where I get massive, massive opportunities to have grace for myself, for trusting the journey, for continuously showing up, and to do my best, to do my best with what I have uh, and trust. Trust that everything's working out. There's divine timing at work. I'm meant to go through these challenges for the length that I'm meant to go through them for whatever reason. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Thank you for the patience. Thank you for the grace. Thank you for the humility to know that I'm not supposed to be perfect. And if everything was the way I like it, well, who knows what kind of life that would be. Maybe it'd be exactly what I wanted. And I'm willing to grow and go through to create that best life ever, every day. So Bali, flow and fire, retreat, was just absolutely massive. Tara, love you, superwoman. Flow and fire retreat was just massive, such a blast. We're going back next year. It's going to be even better. We're definitely, I think at this point, we're going to be in Lavina in northern Bali. This one was in um, the south in Changu, which was nice. Uh, great, great place, great place we had. And I think just in the north, uh, we were just going to find the experience of a lifetime up there. So I'm, I'm super excited to be creating that um, with our participants, creating that experience, and uh, just take everything that we've learned this year and just keep building upon it. You know, I want the lesson that you you get from this interview, from this conversation, to be that you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. You don't have to have 200 people at your first retreat. You can have one. And if that one person is you, you show up and you do the best that you did. You, you, you showed up. And screw it if there could have been different things that you could have done differently. Screw it if you felt like you, you wish you would have done things differently. Screw it if you have regrets. Let those go and just say, how can I learn for the next one, for, for the next time, the next experience? How can I take this? And not allow it to stop me or knock me out of the race or cause me to quit, but to strengthen me, to build my resilience, to build my fortitude for what I say I'm willing to do and what I really, really, really want. Let this interview be an inspiration for you. If you truly desire something, you will figure out the freaking way. And if you're meant to have something, there's no amount of resistance or challenges or blocks that can stop you from achieving it. If your soul is meant to have it in this lifetime, if you're truly desiring it, you will move heaven and earth to achieve it, to experience it. And I just saw these participants show up in in the face of adversity and challenges and setbacks and things like that and still make it through and just kick ass in the retreat. I'm so proud of them. It's like one of the most fulfilling things that I could do, teaching the kids English and then seeing these participants shine and you know, really receiving all the love and the acknowledgement and appreciation from how much I and Petia transformed their lives and, and just gave them so much gold and how free they feel, how light they feel, and how empowered they are. And so I'm super, super grateful for that. We're wrapping it up in this hour of the 12-hour marathon. We're going to be running through the finish line of <laughs> another 12-hour live stream, having a lot of fun. Definitely, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in, for showing up, for choosing to be your GPS. We can send a massive love to you um, to, to just empower you to keep growing, to keep going. 
and uh, trust the journey. And however we can support you, whether it's tuning into the 12-hour marathon, becoming your greatest possible self, tuning into Petia's podcast, Unapologetically Abundant, or um, whatever other ways, just let us know. We are here for you. And I just want you to know you are seen, you are held, you are safe, you are loved. There's nothing that can take that away from you. So give yourself the gift of receiving that. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>